Family from the Heart podcast episode number 20. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And tonight is a special episode that's going to be unlike any other episode. Nap time with the Ravenscraft. <laughs> this is, we are going to talk about parenting part, I don't know, what are we on, part seven now? I don't know what part we're on. Anyway, we're, we're talking about Creative Corrections, a book by Lisa Welchel. Uh, the subtitle of the book, Extraordinary Ideas. Extraordinary. They're extraordinary. They're extraordinary. <laughs> Ideas for everyday discipline. And we're in chapter five, uh, which is surprisingly titled Creative Creative Correction. (laughs) Anyway, this is going to be a nap time with the Ravenscraft episode because Stephanie and I are both like ready to just pass out right here, right now in front of these microphones. I think we're both just a little bit (laughs) sleep. Well, we're both extremely sleep deprived, sleep deprived sleep deprived and so uh it's 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 craziness we're gonna be babbling a lot and uh so we're just gonna get through it though okay i promise anyway also it's a special weekend because tonight is somebody's uh is is somebody's special birthday eve (laughs) never caught it my birthday eve before well that's because you like celebrate your birthday for the entire month i do anyway is there a problem with that uh no nothing at all good so, um, anyway, I just wanted to say happy birthday to my wonderful, lovely wife mm-hmm. who is entering into her 30th year on this earth. And we will, of course, officially it will, the, the celebration will commence at 12.01 a.m. When I fall asleep. <laughs> Stephanie's <laughs> hoping to be asleep by then, though. The, um, I, the idea was to have everybody come I and know. say happy birthday to Actually, you. Actually, I'll probably get... I, w- I would hope that I would get a second wind by then, but I'm I'm really um, having a hard time putting my thoughts together, having them form into words that actually exit my mouth. It, it's right. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna be. You know, that's the <laughs> one thing I do know because we, we have had some experiences in the past. Right. O- on occasion, like, slap happy is just around the corner. People. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. The only thing is, is this this is this is more of a family oriented show, and so uh, we got to just keep that filter on here. Right. So anyway, before we forget, before we forget, I just want to say, just mention it right up front here. Right. Up we front. we have to thank Mardell.com. Absolutely. M a r d e l dot com, the most awesome online Christian bookstore reseller out there. Lots of you have told us about your experiences of ordering from them online and stephanie and i have done the same absolutely wonderful uh christian organization and they are sponsoring really literally making this show possible if you use promo code gspn at the checkout in the little uh, shopping cart down at the bottom is a little code down there you just put in gspn 10 percent off your entire order so we thank them so stephanie we're yes we are reading Chapter five here. And she starts off talking, you know, you started reading the story. And it's like, okay, um, what's the big deal here? She starts talking about board game night. 
Right. And I Well, was, she talks about liking board games and that her husband doesn't, so she found a new avenue to... She found a new way to... What's the word? <laughs> I just don't even know. She found a new way to... To enjoy that. A new outlet. A new outlet. That's the word. That's what that you were looking at. See? That there it we, is. We complete each other. Uh, Actually, we complement each right. other. Right. Christ completes us. Exactly. There we go. So anyway, the one thing I want to say is that when you were reading that, I like I felt okay because I felt rather guilty lately that I don't like board games. Really? Yeah, I used to love board games, but for some reason right now in this season of my life, I find them to be dreadful. I don't understand why. I'm like <laughs> I don't know if it's well, I just don't know I don't know what it is. Right. But I just so anyway, that's how she started off yeah. the chapter, and and then went into explaining that that through this new outlet, she formed this group of of friends who met together, and and played games and once a month, or was it once a week? I can't remember. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Either. Every Friday. Every Friday. So once, so a, once week. a week. Wow. So every Friday, she would get together with a bunch of other moms. And they would go out at a place where you could eat, but they would go and they would play board games. They would. And so then she goes in and she describes each of her seven friends, or I guess she describes the six of them because her being the seventh. Right. And how they each have a very unique parenting style. Yes. None are right or wrong, but each unique. Right. And so that was the whole purpose of the story. The, the purpose of the story was just to say, you know, hey, just want to show you in one of my circle of influence or in my circle of friends. Let me let me find a way of introducing you to six different moms who parent in completely different ways. And she she describes, you know, that one parent is very lenient. Uh, one parent is very strict. One parent is this one parent is that. And, and she, she started reading about this one. Uh, parent where she started homeschooling her kids in elementary at elementary age and right. she says their kids were what was it um hold uh, on they she's right here because i'm like man that th- those parents always intimidate me it's like make me feel guilty <laughs> hold on that that because it's good mom. It's stephanie's looking it up because it's good stuff okay it's it's her friend janice okay janice homeschooled her children in their early elementary school years her children were learning Greek when mine were still learning the alphabet. They were waiting in algebraic discoveries when mine were merely discovering algae in the waiting pool. And they were playing chopping when my kids were pounding out chopsticks. Right. And the her kids, their kids were the same ages. But um, but Janice's children were, were gifted with a great intelligence. And because she was strict on them and, and the the way that she parented that really molded them to able to um, right to use those abilities to their fullest. So so basically as Stephanie was reading that and I'm sitting there it's like don't don't those people just make you sick. Those those people are <laughs> are kind of frustrating sometimes. You know, but. it's like we have friends like that that you know they've been homeschooling and their kids know German and French yeah. and and everything else and it, it's like it just makes you feel and, and then she shares some story of some other parents and 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 then and she shares her own parenting and and you know it's like you know what the whole purpose of her telling the story is like listen you've got to understand one thing there is no one right way to parent your children right 
And don't worry, God's not going to be completely destroyed with the decision he made to put in charge of the people, of the young children, his children, that he's put into your care to parent. And so just be encouraged with that. And I think that's where. What? Oh, yeah. Don't worry about screwing up your kids. Which (laughs) goes with these two quotes from the book. The only real qualification that parents need is a sincere and diligent desire to follow God's ways. God knew your strengths and weaknesses when you signed up to be a parent, and he still hired you. Yes. And this is what she's talking about. Um, Can you read that one more time for emphasis? Because I heard that, but okay. but I need I need to let that one soak in one more okay, time. Okay, so anyway, so ahead and she, say that she one more was time. Um, talking about being free to be yourself. Yes. Okay. The only real qualification that parents need is a sincere and diligent desire to follow God's ways. God knew your strengths and your weaknesses when you signed up to be a parent. And he still hired you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do remember you reading that when, because I joked around. I was like, oh, really? Some parents actually yeah. sign up for this <laughs> stuff? Sign up for this? No, I'm and just then, We um, definitely signed up. Yeah, towards the end of. For the first two, anyway. <laughs> and we are enjoying every minute of the third. Absolutely. Um, towards the end of this section, she's, even if we as parents do nothing in the way of guidance or correction. Oh, yeah. This is the part that I, I wonder Go ahead. Okay. Even if we as parents do nothing in the way of guidance or correction, God will still be able to accomplish his purposes in our children. You know, so that's a question for me. And that's where I wrote down this. Don't worry uh, about screwing up your kids. I mean, is that, I guess, I guess that's true. You know, I, I obviously, I've seen some kids that have come out of some pretty bad experiences as as children and they end up being okay and god does use them and and stuff like that so i i I guess i believe that that's true i do okay i do i mean i i just don't I, i guess i fear actually expressing that truth for fear that that some parents will say I'm not going to worry well, about it. I mean, why bother? Because he's going to use them. He's going to use them. Whatever. Right. Blah, that doesn't blah. mean that you're not supposed to to nurture them and to, um, you know, encourage them to find and use their talents and. Well, yeah. actually, remember. Actually, read the next statement because because re, it goes along with it. What? That, go read that whole statement again and then read the next statement. Both of them. No, 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 no. Here, uh, read, I, I, I what, didn't what read it the first want? time. There, there. Hold on. Where's, Tell where's, where's the one? Even parents do not. Oh yeah, right there. It's, it's right after. Listen to this. Okay. So the, here's the whole statement. It says, even if parent, even, even if we as parents do nothing in the way of guidance or correction, nothing at all, God will still be able to accomplish His purpose in our children. Period. Next statement. Imagine all He can do. With, with our, our help. help, that's okay. the important that's the thing. Part you so to. exactly. So I, 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 I'm, I just a little bit. Um, I'm just a little bit, you know, leery of of saying the first part without saying, hey, just imagine right. what could be done, right. If we get involved, and I think that that's not true of just of God's purpose, but just you know, imagine you know our kids at school. This is something that I found. Even at school, just imagine how well our kids can do. You know, our, the teachers out there, they're equipped and they've been trained. And, you know, our kids are going to probably be able to get by and to advance to the next level without much, you know, involvement on our part. You know, we could just say, you know, hey, did you do your homework or whatever. Right. But just imagine how well they're going to do 
and how much greater their involve or their their love for learning will be if we in actively are involved in the process of helping them in homework and well, and helping them see a greater picture. We've I well I have because I, I'm the one who handles homework with our children most times. But um, Megan <clears throat> and obviously our kids are completely completely different. Um, but Megan is a complete type A personality. Um, she is smart as a whip when it comes to homework has absolutely no problem whatsoever. She could sit down and she could fly through her homework. No problem. Mm-hmm. Matthew, on the other hand, needs some assistance. He needs, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Total one tree hill reference, but this is not the right pair. Okay. Podcast is Sheridan. Um, so he, he needs help. He needs you to sit down there with him. Otherwise, he'll do his homework, but it'll just be a bunch of scribbled stuff that doesn't make sense. And, you know, the math, I'm sorry, four plus four is not ten. It's just <laughs> no matter how you figure it out, it's not. But um, so you have to sit down with Matthew and you have to encourage him and you have to help him and give him different ways to think about it. But um, with Megan, she can sit down and she can do her homework on her own. But she will sit there and she will stall and she will stall and she will play around and she will stall some more until you come and you sit next to her and invest in her homework time. Yeah. So, like, it does not work for me to have her sit at the edge of the counter while I'm chopping vegetables for dinner and work on her homework. I have to actually physically sit next to her and engage in that homework process with her. Which is not Even though she can fly right through it on her own. So yeah. it goes well, back to what you were saying is that there's there's no there's no doubt that they could sail right through without our help. But with our help, they're gonna go even further. Right. Well I, and and I just wanna say that probably, you know, in that scenario, it's not always good for us to to be at their beck and call and, and all of the other things. No, in I'm fact, not. I, I know. I'm That's not why saying, Megan takes like four hours to do her homework. Well, I, well, you know, the thing is, is creative corrections. That's the whole yeah, idea. Oh, yeah, I have some so, great ideas So there are some now. great ideas on homework. So sh- why don't you share one of the home ideas that you have? Or do you have to look it up? I, I have I, to I look can, it up. Go ahead. Th- but there are some of them. It's like, listen, uh, for, you know, if, you know, the, the, there's a special privilege or a special uh, award that will be given if you complete your homework by X, Y, Z, you know, right. and and so the whole idea is is that you you give them some incentives, and so the whole i the whole concept of creative correction is to be creative with the things that you want them to do, you know, give them motivations, give them incentives. These things are not by it's it. There's a I I know that when I went through this course or this parenting course at church a while ago, there was this big warning against bribing your kids. Right. And you don't want to bribe your kids. It's like, you know, if you do this, then I'll do this. But giving them awards for extra, you know, for going right. the next step or for for taking it to the next level, I think that there is some value in that. And, and it's a positive way to reinforce the idea of learning and, and say, hey, you know, the the more the better you do at this, the more you're going to experience some fun and excitement in your life, and right. and and trying to find ways to apply these things. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, I'm rambling now, so I realize that I'm going to stop and let you move on to the next section there. <laughs> okay, Stephanie. so the next, well, you're the one with the notes. <laughs> the next is the um, tools for the job. And she talks about how, you know, if you had a problem, if you had a loose screw, you wouldn't go get a hammer to jam it in. You know, you would go find the right kind of screwdriver. And if you needed to, to nail in a hammer, although the end, the handle end of a screwdriver would work a hammer would work better. You right. know? So just talking about how there are different tools for, for each job. And um, she describes her children and which tool it takes to work with them. Mm-hmm. So with Tucker, the screwdriver approach works well. We often end up going around and around on an issue. But if I stay in close contact and continue applying pe- pressure, my point eventually sinks in. This approach doesn't work with Haven, however. She can be a little harder to budge, and I eventually lose my leverage if I just keep pushing. With her, the hammer, specifically the forked end, the side that removes the nails, is usually most effective. When Haven starts heading in the wrong direction, I often have to pick her up and redirect her. Sometimes I have to pry things out of her or straighten her up a bit, but we keep trying until she can hold it all together. With Clancy, we usually need a few scraps of sandpaper. Steve and I are mostly smoothing out the rough edges with our youngest, but every once in a while we run into a bump that needs some extra sanding. So I I love that um I, I just I love the way that she talks about her kids and um I th- sometimes and I'm not saying that I'm not or I'm not I don't know. Anyway, I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> We're tired. Did we mention that? <laughs> I've had like four hours. I'm not going to say sleep. that I'm not. <laughs> I've had four hours of sleep in the last 48 hours. I'm tired. I'm not going to say that you're not going to say you're not. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I feel like I don't know my children. Like I cannot describe oh. them to you. Like who they are as a person. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? I Yeah, I, can, okay. I understand and what you're right saying. Right now is like definitely one of those times. Don't ask me anything about my kids because I probably can't answer it. Well, um, let's talk about our kids for a minute. Let's talk about our kids. For but a finish your statement and then. But no, I just, we'll I love how she, um, just knowing which tool works best with, with each of her kids. And I really want to get to that point where I know which corrections work best for right. each of my children. Because although they they all three have the same standard uh-huh. to live to. It's going to take different tools to get them each to that standard. Okay. Well, I think you're giving, you're not giving yourself enough credit. First of all, you got to understand oh, that not. I'm really tired. You got to understand that this book was a written work of, of, of what well, right. was a written work. And so <laughs> I'm just going to stop it right there. It was a written work. So you got to understand that she, she thought about that statement those statements didn't just all of a sudden it's like she's sitting there at the keyboard's like blah 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 I know blah. I know I and, know that and and so it she had plenty and of time I, I to, don't write books so I don't have well here but let's talk about our kids okay because Megan. I I think we do know our kids okay okay so first of all Megan strong willed very strong willed headstrong very headstrong passionate extremely passionate extremely passionate and, and and headstrong and passionate don't go very well together <laughs> well the thing is is, is in that an eight-year-old in an eight-year-old they don't but especially when it comes to when she's extremely passionate about doing the wrong thing at the wrong at the maybe the right thing at the wrong time right. the wrong thing at the wrong time whatever but the thing is is those are great qualities though you see what I'm saying? No, they are these those are. are great qualities being very strong-willed passionate determined 
Those are extremely awesome qualities that I definitely want to see in my 23-year-old daughter. Right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, those are things that I want to see. I don't want to squash those. I don't want to to put I don't want to put out that fire. I want to be but what we need to do is so so basically Megan is this surge of energy. She is she is this she is this force that's there, but it needs to be it needs to be kind of contained a little bit we need to give it boundaries we need to put it in we we need to um show her we need to give her i think one of the things we need to do is is that we need to okay being strong-willed and passionate means that she likes to be in charge right sometimes she likes to be in charge over mom and dad she likes to exert her will sometimes when she's hanging out with other kids in the neighborhoods She's the one who wants to be able to boss everybody around. And those aren't good qualities in those arenas. Right. So I think, and of course, this is just coming to me right now because obviously we've had an issue with a next door neighbor who thinks that our daughter is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and it's because my daughter, she takes control. And, and, right. and you know what? I see that that is an area. You know, bossing the neighborhood kids around, trying to get her away and and stuff like that, and managing. You know, if, if she if she were the if she were the regional vice president of a corporation, that'd my, be really good and, quality. And and, and and this this was our neighborhood incorporated. Oh my goodness! Here, ship shot, Go sh- ship shape, man. I mean, she, she's got it under control. She is the ultimate delegator. Yeah. For the last two weeks, <laughs> I have heard about this. <laughs> for the last two weeks, our eight and a half year old daughter has been paying her siblings <laughs> a penny <laughs> to do her chores. <laughs> we put an end to Granted, that. Granted, we don't pay her any money to do them, so <laughs> I don't know where she's coming. Up. You know, she's just she's got some change in her bank from you know Mamma and Papa Philip there. Their piggy banks and stuff, but um, so yeah, she has been she's been paying Matthew, and, <laughs> and McKenna. McKenna won't do it. <laughs> she's like, I don't need that money. I ain't doing it. Give me my penny anyway. But um, but boy, Matthew, he, he still hasn't learned the value of money yet. I mean, yeah. he understands the value of money. But I told you know <laughs> but he'll still do a I'll, lot for I'll a penny. G- Matt, I'll give you a nickel if you'll go get my blanket off my bed for me. Yep. I said, baby, if you are cold, you get your butt up off that couch and you go get your own blanket. Yeah. This is not the way. So, but so yeah. here, here's the deal. Here's Ultimate the deal. Make, make, well, the, the de- delegator, that's a whole different one. But the whole being assertive. Wait, you were talking about running a corporation. Yes. But that's what I'm saying. Is, is she, if she were put in charge. And so what I'm thinking here, Stephanie. Is that I don't should know. we be like writing this down because there ain't no way we're gonna remember it in the morning. I know that's that's the horrible stuff. So um, <laughs> and I ain't gonna go back and listen to myself. <laughs> do you want a pen and a piece of paper? I'd love it. Here, uh, somebody gonna take notes from. <laughs> somebody, yeah, somebody take notes and email us. Yeah, right. That's gonna work out well. There, Steph. I was kidding. Don't you have any paper in here? Uh, hold on, I'll give you a. Uh, how about an envelope? Oh, I'm gonna run out of room. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold so, on, wait. No, 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 hold on. I'll get you a piece of paper. Talk while we Talk. I'm keep keep talking. Keep talking. I got it. You can't so dead air. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But piece there's dead air in my brain. I have no words to Okay. So All Megan. Right, so we're back. Okay. So So here's the thing. What we, what we need to do with Megan is we need to find some way creatively 
to give her an outlet for that assertiveness and for that attitude that takes control and and stuff like that. So so what I don't know what it is. And if somebody wants to email us as you after you listen to this, if you can think of like a fun game, something that will help her to hone this ability to take control and to seize the opportunity and and to be the to be the team leader. Mm-hmm. You know, what what area, what what place can she actively be given the leadership role because that, that's what my daughter is she's a leader she is a leader she is a leader she is in she is in wait, she, hmm. here's the other one she's an influencer oh yes you know she is an influencer and so these are great excellent qualities but right now she doesn't have an outlet for them and so we see them come out in various other places where it's not appropriate for her to 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 lay it all on the line. So what we need to do is we I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. but maybe I, I don't know. We that's something we need to fi- find out. So uh, did you write those down? I'm writing them down now. Um, leader, headstrong, passionate leader. Um, what did you just De- say? Um, influencer, influencer um, determined. You know, th- these are things that we need to find something that she can do that she can be partake in that will really use those in their greatest um in in a place that's appropriate right and, and that and mm-hmm. that and that way she's you know that way maybe we can say you know, in the future when she's got a whole group of people together and all of a sudden she's starting to line up everybody and say okay this is what you're gonna do and this is and when somebody steps out of line she says well then okay Everybody, we're not going to play with so and so. You know what we can do is we can pull her back and say, "Hey, Megan, you kind of, I kind of saw that. I want to talk to you and have a conversation about the fact that you know. Do you realize this? This isn't the area where you take control. That you take charge. Sometimes this is the place where you just be friends with people and and you kind of you you do compromise. And we teach her. We teach her the some of the other qualities uh, that are a part of this. You know, or that are that are, you know, contrary to some of the headstrong assertiveness, and and explain there are sometimes when we need to maybe compromise with people, and we need to we need to t- take our strengths and kind of um, put a leash on them, mm-hmm. you know, to to pull back the reins and say, hey, you know, yes, I could I could be a great leader right here, but I'm going to restrain myself. Right. And allow somebody else to shine. Right. And so those are the kind of things I think we need to be talking with Megan about. And the thing is, is and what's amazing is that she's the type of individual that would be able to understand and to soak this stuff in. Right. And it's going to speak to her heart. It's not that that's the one thing we've never done with Megan is spoken to her in little kid language. Never. We've always spoken to her in adult language and she and she thrives on adult she language does. and she really her mind does wrap around this. And mm-hmm. so if anything, maybe I think it'd be a good thing for for us to make sure this episode goes on the iPod for her. And to say, Megan, we love you. And and we think that you have some awesome qualities that, that, you know, we need to just shape and develop and put it and give you opportunities to to exercise those wonderful gifts, talents and abilities that you have um, in, in a way that's more appropriate for your age right now. Right. So that does that. I think that yes, I adequately think that, describes our daughter, okay. Megan. Right. That, that's Megan. Matthew. Matthew. Matthew, my only son. Yes, our only son. Matthew, I'm going to say one word okay. that 
tender hearted. Oh, yes. Tender hearted is the utmost greatest asset that he has going for him. That young boy has a heart that just is compassionate. It is caring. He is considerate. I mean, absolutely a wonderful young man when it comes to caring about the needs of other people. This this young man, he when he talks about you know saving up money for buying things, he doesn't only talk about himself. He says, "I would love to save up some money because I would love to go get this game for my friend because he right. would really like this." And and of course, the selfish nature within me is like, "But son, you can just <laughs> keep that for yourself." And I can't do that. Right? I gotta just let his compassion and his kindness shine and his giving, his gift of giving. To, I, I've got to allow him to do that, even though it's so contrary to some of my own gifts and, and stuff. So I, I just think and he's a, a talented athlete. He is a great athlete. He is boy can run. Yes, he he is. He is extremely talented. Um, and I think that that's that's another area of strength for him. The other thing I want to share. And of course, it goes a little bit more with the uh, he loves to give compliments you know he yeah. you know and it goes he's back an to, encourager he's that's exactly it he's an encourager you know mom i just want to let you know this was the most awesome dinner you know and you even know, when he doesn't like it <laughs> well, I, no, he, he 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 tells you he said mom i didn't like it but you know what you did a really good job you, you worked really hard and i just want to thank you for this mom that's the best dinner that i haven't liked in a long time <laughs> he doesn't say it like that but he says but usually mom you make the best food and yeah, i just he, don't I like he, this food right i'm sure you did it good but i just don't like just this don't like it. but um he's very one night last week we had um we had tilapia we've been trying um, you know, to eat a little bit more fish and um, trying to to introduce new things that that we can eat because we're tired of eating the same things all the time. And so we had had um, we decided, or I decided that the family was going to try tilapia, which, which was a big deal for me because I don't really yeah. like seafood. And um, so I gave each of the kids a very small portion because I wasn't sure if they were going to like it or not. That child ate a piece and a half because he loved it. Yep loved it kept asking for more and um it, it was so fun to like because like every bite he was taking he's like this is so good i love this and it was um it was it was funny because i couldn't really take credit for it because the fish came pre-seasoned mm-hmm. it, it was fresh fish from from the grocery but um it was frozen and it had a pre-seasoning on it so it was to none of my credit, all I had to do was cook the fish. But he just kept raving about how good it was. And we've got to have this again. And He's it, an encourager. He is an encourager. So the other thing um, about Matthew is that he is extremely, um, he's extremely concerned about health and wellness. He is. He lo- I mean. He's, a, he's he, a little health nut. He is a little health nut. He's like. Dad, I'll drink water because water's better for me. Right, and 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 you know it's like his sister might be drinking, you know what chocolate co- milk, cho- but I'm gonna drink plain milk because the chocolate has too much sugar in it. Yes, <laughs> he is, he, and he loves to go for walks mm-hmm. with me, and and he he just he talks about how healthy walking is. He says this is good for us, Dad, and stuff like that. And I just you know he's 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 very he's just he's he's. 
I can imagine him when he is my age and just thinking, wow, he's going to be such an awesome young man, you know, or actually old man when he was my age. Old man. <laughs> You're not old. Any middle aged man? I don't know. No. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I, just I love um, ticked off a lot of people there. Yeah, what? <laughs> like we've never done that before. I'll edit that one out for sure. I yeah. wouldn't. Um, oh, come on. Like I'm going to go edit it out. Hey. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is one thing we didn't say about Megan, but I I will um, say now because um, they are very. Um, Matthew is got the most gorgeous eyes, mm-hmm. and um, all three of our children. Obviously, they don't have the same pair of eyes, but God picked one eye color for our children, and they all three have it. Yeah, and um. And there, oh my God, there are times when I can look into their eyes and seriously, they, they melt me Yep. because they are just the most pure things that I've ever seen. Right. Even when I'm disciplining them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, we were, anyway. we were playing around today and I, we were trying to record a kid's show Episode number three, take 1,492. Yeah, they told me that it didn't go very well. <laughs> it didn't go very well. But Megan introduced herself. I'm Megan, the most innocent one. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So, um, and let's talk about McKenna. 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 She is a performer. She is a performer. She, now, um, I, I've said this before on many different podcasts, Um she will not perform for people if we, you take her somewhere and say, do this. But when we are in the comfort of our home, mm-hmm. she is always dancing, mm-hmm. performing, singing, singing, making people laugh. Oh, she is. most. She has a she's, wit that is undeniable. She is most likely to be a stand up comedian. <laughs> let me tell you. Right. She she will. I, I, I honestly believe she she will be. Um, in some type of performing arts. Yep. She she is really... We need to get her an outlet for that rather quickly. Yeah. Because it's it's exploding within her. Do we st- we still have that little karaoke thing that hooks up to the TV somewhere? I th- yeah, I, I think it's to- under the TV. Like it, oh, sorry. Yeah. In the little... Well, thing. we need to hook that up because she's big enough now to where she'd really get a, a huge kick out of that. But that, that that's what... She, I think that's her big thing. She is always dancing, bouncing... Bumping to the beat, you know, and sometimes she has nothing to listen to. She's still bumping to the beat. She's got, she's like Allie McBeal. She's got her theme song going in her head yep. and it doesn't matter, yep. you know, what else is going on around her. Some other great things about her. She's very assertive. We she thought that she assertive. would, we thought there was just no way she was ever going to be able to get her, her way. She, oh, she's a diva. Yes. She's a total diva. She is a total diva. <laughs> I love last Sunday on our way to church, we turned around and chugged. Caught a glimpse of her in the back of the car, and she's sitting back there. She's got on her dress and her sunglasses, and she's got on these two feathery boas. And I'm just like, that—that's a diva in the making. Yes, you know she's. She looked like she was ready for her big debut uh, show on on. uh, Anyway, yeah, yeah, big show. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't either. Assertive. So, assertive. Yes, very assertive, and and she pretty much can stand her, you know, stand she her own. She stands her ground here. You know, and that was something we were concerned. Is she going to be able to do this? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's the youngest. I think that, 
I think that I honestly going back to the whole performing arts thing, um, that she will be a stage performer because God gifted her with the loudest voice I have ever heard. <laughs> the child no has no inside voice. Yes, this she, is she, true. She I love her whisper. Stuck, <laughs> begging. <laughs> Daddy wants us to be quiet. Anyway, so yeah. She so is, now do you feel confident that you can describe our children? Yeah. I still don't know what it's going to take to get each of them to. Anyway. Well, I think I think what we need to do is we need to take these things that we know about them. And we need to, we need I think what we need to do is help them to understand. Is that underst- all we put down for McKenna? Yeah. That's sort of, I mean. Well, she, she. Oh, she's a great helper and she's an organizer. We talking about the same kid? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she, w- no. When you tell her it doesn't go in that box, is what she tells me. Oh yeah. She, she, she knows where it goes. Everything has a place, and she puts yes, it. Yes, and so she may take all those things out of their place and put <laughs> them you, on the floor. Have you as, seen her bedroom? <laughs> I'm not saying. Megan is a great organizer. Yes. Yes. So anyway, I think what what's important that we do as parents is to sit down and you know how we have our family meetings with just us is mm-hmm. to sit down and have have these times with our kids and and point out you know we want to talk to you about your strengths here mm-hmm. you know oftentimes discipline is talking about our your weaknesses let's talk about how we can fix what you've done wrong but I think if anything we need to sit down and say discipline is possible uh, po- positive discipline is disciplining yourself it's it's training habits it's tra- training our control it's self-control and so we need to say you know here are some positive traits that we see in you and these are p- things that we want to encourage you in and we want to give you these outlets and so if anything that's what i think we ought to be doing okay all right yeah. I, th- I think that should be our goal all for right. the next week back to the book well, let's see. Well, there's here. some scriptures that I definitely want to read. Yeah, I we de- I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to read two scriptures here and I th- and I think that's about it. Pretty much. But uh these are awesome scriptures. Okay. Um Ecclesiastes this is talking about obviously we're talking about getting we detoured to just remind me that I do know my children and who they are and mm-hmm. and um and a glimpse at who God wants them to be. Right. But um so we are talking about correction and and a great verse in here is Ecclesiastes 8.11. When the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, the hearts of the people are filled with schemes to do wrong. Read that again for emphasis because I think everybody needs to hear this. Okay. When the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, the hearts of the people are filled with schemes to do wrong. Right. So here's the thing. And I, and I think the key here is quickly carried out. Mm-hmm. If your we, child's misbehaving in the grocery store, leave the groceries and go discipline. Right. I have done, I have done this before. Um, back when I was a better parent. <laughs> back when I was a better parent. <laughs> I, I have said, um, what, whatever it, well, it wasn't a threat because I, I, I followed through, but you know, if, if this happens again, we are going to leave and I will come back and do my grocery shopping at another time without you. And, um, it happened again. They were testing their limits. I packed up my children. I gave my cart to the, to the lady. I said, I'm sorry, but we have to go. 
and we left. And that that made a great impact on my kids. Right. And they were little then. I mean, they were littler. Yeah, they're probably a cu- four and two. There are a couple things that um, bring the discipline, you know, quickly. Uh, it helps them to associate the punishment with the crime, with the crime, so that they can closely relate all. So this is what I'm getting in trouble for. Especially important as the younger you go, it has to, you know. But anyway, yeah, it, it, and also, um, our our kids will learn very quickly um, when and where we won't quickly carry out a punishment. So yes. you need to, and that's the grocery store example. Um, that I just shared is that um, our my children had had come to expect that I would not carry out a punishment in the middle of the grocery store, and so that was the time when they would misbehave the most. But the one time after I learned it through a different class that I could leave my cart in the middle of the store and and go, I did, and it made a lasting wow okay she's she's serious yep yeah and and, and so that that's important and, and and of course the whole idea what what does that verse say it says if if you don't do this what happens the hearts of the people are filled with schemes to do wrong schemes to do wrong schemes and i'll tell you what if that that could not be the hearts of the people <laughs> just the hearts of those three little people sitting in the back seat of that car they're scheming, mm-hmm. you know, so exactly. We need to be able to bring quick, quick discipline to to the to the crime that's mm-hmm. been committed. There's another verse in there that you want to share. The next one is my absolute favorite because I even found myself doing this this evening. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to make excuses. I come from a very long line of screamers. Um, I have I'm a yeller and I'm trying to break that pattern, but it's something that's very difficult for me. Very difficult for me. And I found myself yelling at my kids tonight for no apparent reason. You know, I'm tired, I'm cranky, and I took it out on them. And, and I have an apology to make. Yes. That, I, I probably won't wake them up this evening, but if they're still awake when I go up there, then then I will make that apology. Yeah. And and that's and the, then I'll give them some discipline for still being awake. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie. Just, but but the thing is is that I think that's the critical thing is is that sometimes we we are learning as parents and and sometimes we are working on issues places where we've gotten lazy or or something like that and and we need to be willing to say to our kids it's like wow I am so sorry for what I've right. I've done this is not the way I should have handled this first I'm going to share how um a little bit of what go ahead she talks about and then read the verse okay yes. It's easy for me to get busy with things other than my children, like scrapbooking, responding to email, and, well, writing parenting books. When this happens, I tend to yell at my kids rather than actually get up and parent them. And then names off some of her favorite phrases, which I'm sure we all know. But I find myself, you know, I'm right in the middle of cooking dinner. It's much easier to just yell at my kids than to actually go and deal with what they're doing and what needs discipline. Although the yelling never gets me anywhere and other than a sore throat. So anyway, the verse is, The anger of a man does not achieve the righteousness of God. Right. The anger of a man does not re- achieve the righteousness of God. So pretty much uh, all of your yelling, it's it, not going it, to bring about righteousness it, or the right means, behavior. Yeah. or or it, Definitely not the right behavior. And you'd think I'd know that based on my own childhood. 
Yes. You know, you'd think I'd remember that. But she goes on and um, she says, but shouting at our children to cooperate is about as effective as trying to steer the car with the horn. (laughs) Absolutely. Continue to read on. Yeah, go ahead and continue to read because there's so much good stuff in there. Is that right? The next just yes. go ahead and okay. read. Go, just go ahead and read that entire we went, section. We wouldn't yell at a tomato plant to make it produce. That would be ridiculous. All we can do is give the plant support to help it grow in the right direction. Clip off the dead leaves, fertilize and water it, and give it plenty of sunshine. In the end, the fruit it produces comes from God. Certainly not as a result of our ranting and raving. What makes this a sad analogy is that tomatoes don't get bruised by our words as our children do. And yelling at our kids does not bring them any closer to godliness. Anger may accomplish our immediate goal, but it won't achieve for them the righteousness of God, which should be our ultimate goal. Rather than scream and yell, we need to develop and enforce in our children a habit of obedience the first time. It may take some cracking down in the beginning, but if our children defy us, we're eventually going to need to correct them. Wouldn't you rather do it after the first transgression when you're not so frustrated than after the 90th when you're completely lost control? Absolutely. And this is the most difficult thing to, you know, you're in the middle of doing some other stuff and, you know, you just you just let this stuff go. And and so it's so easy for us to get to the point where it's like, well, I don't want to get up. You know, it's so easy to yell and you just i think we just really need to be careful of that stuff it, it it's not good right. absolutely and then um closing the chapter she talks about um more keys to correction are um honestly following through say what you mean and do what you say um threats will only teach your kids the art of gambling mm-hmm. i love that oh yes threats will only teach your kids the art of gambling um she talks about letting our children understand that, um, honestly, following through with a punishment can be difficult for both the kids and the parent. Um, there have been times where, um, you know, Megan had to be grounded from a play date or or whatnot. And that, I mean, that's punishment for me, too, because that's my time with my friend as well. Right. You know, and... Um, but you have to follow through with that. And the part that I didn't understand then that I like that she showed now is that her sin and how that ripple effect affected other people. Oh, yes. And um, so she explains a story where um, pretty much the same thing. Her son Tucker had gotten grounded and as a result had to miss um, a party of a friend and and she felt really bad and then um had to miss a play date with with a friend and that friend had been really been looking forward to that play date but he didn't get it because of Tucker's misbehaving and then his, his, the punishment that followed so um having Tucker go back and call his friend and apologize for how his behavior affected the friend. Right. Does all that make sense? Absolutely, it okay. does. 
Well, um, there is a lot more stuff in here. And, of course, you know, the toolbox at the end of every chapter is always enlightening. The toolbox at the end of this chapter is amazing. I got highlights all over the place of things that I'm going to start doing. Yeah, just read one or two of the things that you've highlighted. Just okay. real quickly, if you don't mind. Oh, this is my favorite. Okay. If you repeatedly open the door to your child's room only to catch him in an act of disobedience, take your child's bedroom door off the hinges. Sounds harder than it actually is, and it works wonders. All righty. This, is, one this more. is my other favorite because we have this struggle, and I'm going to use this one. Having a struggle at bedtime? Try this. Next time you're dealing with the usual bathroom trips, cups of water, giggling and talking, call off bedtime, declare nobody has to go to bed tonight, inform them that they may stay up as long as they like. The operative words being stay up. Then have each child stand in the middle of a separate room of the house. Their warm, comfy beds will look awfully good after just a few minutes of standing alone. <laughs> All right, folks. So I'm going to use that one. That is pretty much chapter five of this book. There is a lot that we did not cover here. And there is a lot of great stuff uh, in that toolbox section that is that is just along the lines of what Stephanie just read there. And we certainly want to encourage you, if you go to gspn.tv, there is a screen capture of the cover of this book. If you click on it, it'll take you over to mardell.com, right where you can just add that to the cart. And just remember, anything you purchase from mardell.com, you can enter in promo code GSPN for 10% off. And uh, they are a wonderful sponsor of this podcast, and it would not be possible without them. So thank you to mardell.com. And I just want to say real quickly, special thank you to Fred from Long Island. I just happened to be checking out Twitter one day, and I saw where he put out a Twitter message that says, Walk the dogs while listening to at GSPN and at Full Time Mom on the Family from the Heart podcast. Thinking about a family meeting. So that was a good episode. I'm glad to hear that it is inspiring other people to consider the concept of having family meetings. Which and will become regular again when the kids go back to school next week. That's right. That is absolutely correct. And so uh, we just want to encourage you guys out there to uh, think about your family and think about it from the heart. We will be back next Saturday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Until next time, join, join the, the community. community.